1MDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across One of the biggest corruption scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in the history. Number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. Follow us as we bring you into the courtroom where the biggest financial scandal in Malaysian history is being heard. By the Malaysian Insight, this is the Najib Razak 1MDB trial. It's Wednesday, 17th November 2021, and you're listening to the latest update from today's 1MDB Tanor trial. I'm Patrick Teo. Why did you sign it? Why did we not appeal to His Majesty to give us time to think? This was the reaction of convicted former Prime Minister Najib Razak after he heard the explanation from former 1MDB director Ismi Ismail on the postponement of a 5 billion ringgit bond issuance. Ismi, the 13th prosecution witness, testified that Najib appeared to really want the issuance to continue. However, Ismi said it was a problem outside his jurisdiction as he would not question the wish of the Sultan of Tringanu, Sultan Mizan Zainal Abidin. Najib is currently on trial for four counts of abuse of power and 21 counts of money laundering involving 2.28 billion ringgit in public funds. On May 22, 2009, Ismi said that he and former 1MDB Chief Executive Officer Sharul Azral Ibrahim Haumi were summoned to face the Sultan at the Trungano Palace. Sultan Mizan had ordered the suspension of the issuance of Islamic medium-term notes used to secure a 5 billion ringgit loan for 1MDB's predecessor, the then Trungano Investment Authority Fund. The 2009 bond was for the joint development of Pulau Bidong Tranganu with Abu Dhabi's state-owned Mubadala Investment Company. Ismi said the process in obtaining notes and the government guarantees from the federal government was managed by Sharul and fugitive businessman Low Tech Joe, or known as Joe Low. Tuanku stated that his interest and his concern is the well-being of his state and his people. The witness said. Everyone's reaction was silence, and I just replied, Your concern is my concern. Sharul and I proceeded to sign the resolution in front of Twanku. At the same time, Twanku also signed the resolution. Ismi said he need not question His Majesty's will. After signing the resolution, he said that they and the Sultan circulated it. While on his way to the car park, Sharul told Ismi that the notes cannot be postponed because of the instructions given to Am Investment Bank Berhad, the lead arranger of the issuance. Sharul told me, we have already pushed the button, and I told Sharul to resolve the matter. I did not contact anyone to seek views or advice and left it to Sharul to resolve the issue, Ismi said. When he was in his office at Tabong Haji, Ismi said Sharul called. This time, Najib wanted to see them at his house in Jalan Langa Duta, Kuala Lumpur. I arrived at Najib's house at about 8 to 8.30 p.m. When I entered, I found Sharul alone in the living room. 
I joined him in waiting for Najib, who came down after a few minutes. I briefly explained to him about what happened during the meeting with Sultan Mizan in the afternoon. Najib's first response at that time was, Why did you sign it? He also asked why we did not appeal to Twanku to give us time to think, Izmi said. The witness said he told Najib this was an order from the Sultan. I think Najib really wants the issuance of the notes bond to continue based on the reaction and intonation of his voice. At the time, I thought it was already a problem outside my jurisdiction. I met with the Sultan to implement what he wants, and I have also met with the Prime Minister. So I went home and left it to them to sort it out, Ismi said. Ismi also told the court today that Najib signed off proposals before the approval of the 1MDB board. Because Najib is the highest party in 1MDB, the board would sign important documents without hesitation after they had seen Najib's signature on them. This is a reversal of the actual process, but the board will sign the director's circular resolution to complete the process, Ismi said. It was common in 1MDB that the Director's Circular Resolution, DCR, be distributed to the Board when there were quick decisions needed. Ismi said most of the decisions made through DCR involved such as the process of investment, appointment and national security. The Board signed the DCR before it was taken for the approval of shareholders through Ordinary Resolution and Shareholders' Resolution. Najib, then Prime Minister, was the chairman of the Board of Advisors to 1MDB as well as 1MDB's sole shareholder. Izmi said that almost all DCR that required the Ordinary Resolution and Shareholders' Resolution documents had been signed by Najib without a stated date. He added that the DCR would usually be handed to him either by Sharul former 1MDB Chief Financial Officer Asmi Tahir, former 1MDB Chief Investment Officer Vincent Beng Huat Ko, or former 1MDB Legal Counsel Jasmine Lu Aiswan. My view is that if these DCRs were brought to me by individuals from the management, then it is already within the knowledge and control of Najib. I have no reason to suspect any wrongful intent or act otherwise, Ismi said. Previously, a former 1MDB CEO, Mohammed Hazem Abdurrahman, gave a similar testimony where he had witnessed Najib's signature at the shareholders' resolution before the company's DCR was tabled. The trial at the Kuala Lumpur High Court before Judge Colin Lawrence Sakara will resume tomorrow. Thank you for listening. This podcast was brought to you by the Malaysian Insight. It was written by Haley Chong Wee Kee, and I'm Patrick Teo.